Welcome to Made in Manitoba. Every week we look forward to this time together, a time to be inspired by the amazing musicians in our province. Today's program is a tribute to the loving memory of Melanie Muir Oakley, lead singer of the Wheatland Gospel Trio, who passed away just after Thanksgiving. For many years, the Wheatland Gospel Trio has been a blessing to the Beauxjour area and beyond, and we are glad to be able to speak with Walter Cross as he shares memories of working with Melanie and her daughter Genevieve, playing and singing great gospel music. Thanks for joining us. Let's get started. There's a village hidden deep in the valley Among the pine trees half forlorn And there on a sunny morning Little Jimmy Brown was born Boom, 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 boom All the chapel bells were ringing In the little valley songs that they were singing were for baby Jimmy Brown. Then the little There's a village hidden deep in the valley Among the mountains high above And there, twenty years thereafter Jimmy was to meet his love Boom, 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 boom All the chapel bells were ringing Was a great day Of your great eternity. 
It's made in Manitoba time today. It's a gospel edition with the Wheatland Gospel Trio. Walter Cross has become a good friend of mine over the phone, at least. Walter, it's so great to connect with you musically. Thank you for having this moment in time. Um, I know that you know it's uh, uh, mixed emotions, if I can use that term. Yeah. Now, we wanted to do this program uh, a little bit earlier so that all members of the group would be able to hear it. In this case, I guess you would consider it a a tribute program. I would consider it a tribute program um, and grateful that something like this could happen. Just wish you could have met this lady. Melanie Oakley and myself connected back in 2014. Um, she had her first bout of cancer in 215, but we hung on as a duet. And in late 2017, her daughter Genevieve joined us. And it was late in 217 when we became a trio. And then from there, you recorded this, uh, this album. When did you record? The recording actually took place. The final. <laughs> It took a couple of visits, but the final recording took place in January of 2020. All right, and that's what uh, is sitting in front of me right now. I have your CD open on my desk, and uh, it was sad news when the cancer returned for Melanie, and I understand she recently passed away. But listening through this album, we hear that power in her voice and your piano skills and Genevieve's harmonies and your harmonies as well. It seems like with three people, you managed to get a really full sound. So how did you decide on, you know, having that southern gospel sound or what what you wanted to go with? Uh, For years, um, unbeknownst to each other, uh, Melanie and I both appreciated uh, Southern gospel and country gospel. Yeah. Um, And Jen, being the younger member of the group, it was uh, a pleasant surprise that she would want to do that kind of music with uh, and and the crowd, if I can use that term, or the audience that that music projects to. So she had no problem. In fact, probably picked up harmony quicker than I did on some of the new songs. Melanie was the force behind the music. Mm. She taught me stuff I didn't even know existed. Yeah. Singing these songs uh, that are really, a lot of them are gospel favorites, like How Beautiful Heaven Must Be, In the Garden, I Can't Even Walk Without a Valley, but there are some that, that weren't as familiar to me. So, exactly. so yeah, how did you come across this, this set list, I suppose? <laughs> um, Jamie, it's interesting, when Melanie was employed at Spring Hill Lumber, she was an accountant. And she used to turn her phone on, which became her radio, and she'd listen to music while she was working. She'd come back to practice with handwritten lists, and I'd just put my hand to my forehead and say, okay, (laughs) (laughs) where did you find this stuff? You and I chatted about the one group that uh, she listened to for the song that's called The Next Step, and this was just how she... uh, Retrieve music. Now, there was some that I brought to the table, 
And on that CD, the song In the Garden Mm -hmm. just happens to be very personal and important to my wife, Linnea. Yeah. And bless her heart, Genevieve said, what song does Linnea want on this CD? Oh. I was caught. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Pleasantly. So that got on that way. I've sung that song since I was a kid, but Mm -hmm. that's another story. Holy 
That's the Wheatland Gospel Trio and a classic favorite in the garden. The trio has had many opportunities to share the stage with more well-known names in the gospel music world. And Walter will share more about that after this. that you uh, have opened for some pretty big-name gospel groups in your career. Back in the late 90s, Pete Reimer contacted me. He was then the manager of New Covenant, who uh, worked out of the Full Gospel Church in Steinbach at the time. Mm -hmm. They were looking for a piano player, and uh, I can say it honestly, on the air and off the air, I didn't see myself in that role. Uh, I I like gospel music, but wow. Um, They were 
a pretty refined group of guys. Um, but during the time I was with them, we got to help with a couple of situations. The most clear one in my mind was the one we talked about in Rochester, Minnesota, when the Northwest chapter of the Southern Quartet Convention got together and the Dixie Melody Boys were there. Hmm. Now, I don't see these as points to brag about. I see them as memories of enormous opportunity and and excitement and pleasure just to be connected with people like that. Yes. Um, but you'll have to talk to Pete Reimer about whether I was that good or not because I just, I don't promote myself. <laughs> I totally understand that sentiment. And that's why whenever somebody asks you to share those memories, that's your chance to, you get a free pass to speak about it without bragging. <laughs> I love hearing these memories of your of playing with New Covenant and all these uh, connecting with Dixie Melody Boys. So, Walter, I, you decided to print out these CDs and release them to the public, or unleash them on the public, I yeah. guess. Uh, what's the plan now? Obviously, we have a, a wonderful CD that encapsulates the sound of the Wheatland Gospel Trio as it was this past year, like 2020. This is what you sounded like. This is a, a memorial piece. This is something people will want to add to their uh, Southern Manitoba gospel music libraries. So, uh, is there a place we can go or how can people buy your cds right now i'm not sure we have a plan but i people can contact me by email um i know that uh you interviewed john and gail some time ago yep john linkletter he had a couple out at his music store mm. but i have the bulk of them here right in my basement and i would be happy to retrieve emails I mean, right now, I know you're in a time of grieving and that, uh, unfortunately, mm -hmm. this means an end for what you have come to know so far. But I really do hope that for you and Genevieve, that you maybe continue on and do something new and carry on that legacy of, of great gospel music that Melanie loved so much. You hit it on the head. These children drove back from Saskatchewan knowing that someone they loved wasn't coming home with them. I have tried to step back to give them room. I was taught this by my brother, who was a pastor leader for years in the Grand Marais area of Manitoba. He taught me, he said, Walt, don't tell people how to grieve and give them the room to grieve. You mentioned the strong, powerful voice. She thought she was overpowering it sometimes. So when we got a, a PA system of our own, we would balance our sound in the monitors before we'd ever turn on the main volume. And that way, Melanie could feel free to exercise that powerful voice yeah. without knocking out row one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> well, my former manager at New Covenant used to use this term, Jamie, when we were in concerts wherever we went. We had the pleasure of singing on both sides of the international border. Mm -hmm. And Pete would always say, folks, how's the sound? We came here to be a blessing, not a blasting. <laughs> that is a good one. I like that. <laughs> it's not copywritten. <laughs> it's how we approached our singing as a trio, because Melanie could drown us out. These are people in our lives, Jamie, that we would be terribly wrong to forget about. 
Wheatland Gospel Trio, represented by Walter Cross, who is the keyboardist and sings harmony as well. We know it's not an easy time for the trio, as lead singer Melanie Muir Oakley has passed on to Gloryland. And we wish her daughter Genevieve, their family, and Walter, and others who knew her, much peace and comfort in this difficult time. And we are so glad that this recording was done to capture the blessing of the Wheatland Gospel Trio sound. Thank you to producer Zach Drieger for putting together our show today. I'm Chris Sumner, along with Michelle Swatsky and Jamie Giesbrecht. Until next time on Made in Manitoba. Oh,